We should be written and inscribed and we should be able to have a successful year in our Avedas Hashem, in our service of Hashem, to be able to serve Hashem according to the teachings and with the encouragement and with the special fervor that comes along with the Hasidist, with the Hasidish inspiration to be able to serve Hashem and to be able to connect to God in a special way. Chaim Lachaim, Lachaim Yid. And he's he's the boss there. Say, I see Yosef, God there with Yosef, you know. Whatever he does. Why they don't say, I I know God with him. He didn't say, I know. I see, he said, you know? Yeah. Because he couldn't see, you know, from his godliness because he, he worshiped idols, you know? But he said, I see, by eyes, I see, but Gashmiyot, I say whatever he do, God with him. So he said, he didn't save him from him to take him home, but he took him from the bar, you know, from the pig after that. 
and uh, from the jail, and he put him to be in charge of all Egypt, you know, and make him the I just wanted to uh, make a little bit of a seder today, this evening. We're going to have two sections, two parts today. We're going to have the formal part, and then we're going to have the informal part. The informal part, after the formal part finishes, then we can sit if I bring all night. Those who wish to, is a special day. But we're all here together today. Not only because we are instructed that we should get together today and make a fabrengen and to strengthen each other. And that's really the purpose of a fabrengen. Fabrengen means to gather together to encourage each other because one of the things that the Alter Rebbe really wanted and instituted was that the Hasidim should be like one big family mm. and that we should really care about each other. And caring about each other means in a real, in a very real way, in a very heartfelt way. So we don't only care about each other with regards to our physical needs, but we also care each other about our spiritual needs. And we uh, speak to each other, we encourage each other, we have a listening ear, and we can all grow together in our service to Hashem. At the end, you know, you go it alone, it's very, very difficult. But if you go together and you have other people join you and you uh, become like a group of people together, then it's a chizuk, it's a strengthening for each and every one of us. Uh, as advertised, I'd like to give everybody an opportunity during the Fabrengen to say a few words. Because the reason we're here also, besides the fact that as I said instructive, we're also here because in one way or another Hasidus has touched us. And the reason we're here is because in directly, indirectly, but mostly indirectly, we, we can all find ways and reasons that if not for the Alter Rebbe being freed out of prison at that time and starting the Hasidic movement at that time, we probably would not be sitting here today at this table over here. Yeah. Whether it's through the Rebbe Shluchim, whether it's through our parents that were inspired by them, it is his... Uh, foresight and it is his uh, way of teaching uh, the Torah and disseminating it that we're here today. So we're really basically, it's our own celebration. It's, we're celebrating who we are and what we are about. And it's also very special that every year we have the, uh, the special privilege uh, for, the, uh, for Yochanan to sponsor this event because this is also his father's yard site. And you know, you know that your side is very special. Uh, nothing ha is by coincidence. Everything is by divine providence. Mm. For a your side to come out on such a special day means that somewhere, somehow, maybe it wasn't visible in his life openly, his connection to Hasidus. But there must be that at least uh, we see now through Yochanan and his family and his children, mm. grandchildren, Kanain Hora, mm. we see now that there is a connection over there. Maybe it wasn't visible. And we know that Everything that the children has comes from the parents. It comes somehow, it didn't just happen by itself. Mm. So all this is connected to that. And therefore, it's very special that we were able to uh, celebrate and to have this Yontav and also to remember Avram and Yosef Bogart and Shalom Shalav and Aliyah. So I'd like to first ask Yochanan to share with us a few words. And if you don't mind, we can go around the table. And we're not going to exclude the Noshim Tzitkonis if anybody wants to say something. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll listen too. 
but we'll go around the table, you know, and just try to keep it. You know, we have a couple of hours, but uh, <laughs> I know it's uh, we start. No, I mean everybody should keep it brief, so everybody have a chance to say something, and uh, we should uh, all combine the efforts, you know, to strengthen each other and be mechazik each other, and together will finally lead us to the uh, redemption, to the gula. Mary, Amen. With the Sheikh Zidkenu, Mr. Bogan, please, Chaim Lachaim. First, you have to tell Lachaim though. Chaim Lachaim. Chaim Lachaim. Chaim. Stand up here. Yeah. Before I start, I want to say just a few words that my father did have a connection, an inner connection to Hasidic, because uh, when we started to teach Martin, I started to keep the Chal of Israel, and um, he would uh, travel out to, to uh, five towns, maybe about uh, almost an hour from where he lived, to make sure we had Chal of Israel food at home, mm. and uh, I wanted to get a second pair of He came in, even though his Yiddish was pretty bad. He came into New York uh, uh, and uh, bought me my uh, uh, second pair of school, my Rebbeinu Palm school. Mm. So he understood, and also the first um, for bringing that uh, I went to, with him, I went to many for bringing first, was uh, a Yudkes Kisla for bringing in there uh, mm. in Crown And uh, he had grown up in Brooklyn, he knew his way. I said, you know how to get there? He knows, he knows his way, how to get there. So, how to get there. so um, Rabbi Wallace was uh, very uh, helpful in that uh, he suggested that uh, a little starting point, a little link on the blurb for Yudkes Kislev is if you want to perhaps start here. So you go to here, and what is the point? The point to all of Chabad.org and the Hasidus Library. And uh, so I'm familiar with a lot of the things there, but one of the things I really liked a lot, which I hadn't seen much of, were the Rebbe's 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 And um, I, I, I uh, sort of, my inner self is pretty much geeky. I'm an engineer. And the Rebbe, too, has, among other things, he can think like an engineer. And those things that thoughts that look like, a, uh, think like an engineer, he collected and put in these machines. Maybe that's not why they weren't publicized, it's not for everybody. He gets into a lot of fluid dynamics, he gets into a lot of geometry, um, but uh, one of which I think was uh, even mis- mistranslated a little bit. Uh, for example, he talks about, well, I, have, I have a diagram, he talks about, uh, in this one, uh, the geometry of time. Uh, I talked about that time, the seven-day cycle, where does the seven come from? It comes from a circle, there's a point, and, and it's is the whole center, the point is Shabbos, and the week is around the outside. And the translator goes on to say that it's, you know, it's approximately six times the length, the circumference is approximately six times the length of the radius. And throughout this whole uh, translation of this uh, note, it's um, uh, central that Shabbos is there, and it's also approximate. You know, approximate six, I mean, pi is not... Three pi is three point one four one five nine two six five three five eight nine seven nine three two three eight four six two six four three three two two seven nine five zero two eight four one nine seven one six nine three nine nine two seven five one zero five eight. I made a bet with a friend of mine who could memorize fifty digits. Anyway, so pi is not three, and so two pi is not six. Anyway, but it seems like oh, it's all really quaint. You can position the days of the week around the circumference, and it looks like kind of quaint. Okay, we'll just smooth out the fact that it's not exactly six, but. Fortunately, it's not the case. You don't have to do that at all, because a little geometry shows if you close-packed spheres is an area of uh, geometry, and if you close-packed spheres, then the number of circles in two dimensions that fits exactly around any circle of any size is exactly six, not 6.14. So in other words, here's Shabbos, OK? 
Okay, and here you have Yom Rishon, Shani, Shlishi, Ravi, Hamishi, Shishi, and Shabbos in the middle. And it fits exactly, exactly. And interestingly enough, if you say, which days do we say um, uh, Kriya Satora? Here and here, Symmetra. So, anyway. Um, yeah, it looks like a, a, a Magin David. So the, the point is that for Shabbos to be, yeah, so, it, and there is a Mogin David gets sick before the start here. Uh, um, so close pack, that, that's in two dimensions. But as we know that Hasidus adds an extra dimension, there's another note, and uh, um, uh, is there any significance to number seven? The uh, Rebbe brings out here, not only seven, but for some reason he brings out the age of 12 and 13. Uh, 12 for bar mitzvah for a boy, 13 for a girl. Uh, uh, 13 for bar mitzvah for a boy, 12 for bar mitzvah for a girl. So where does that come uh, from yeah, geometrically? How does that relate to Shabbos and everything else? Well, it turns out, if instead of in a flat world, but in a three-dimensional world, you also do close-packed spheres, what happens? I can't maybe pass this around. If you take one solid, like a cue ball, and you surround it, you can surround it with six around the outside and remove that one from the middle, you have six there. Then on top of that, fit three, sort of uh, nested in, that also touches it. And the bottom of that is three. So we have six around the middle, three on top and three on bottom. That's 12. But that 12, is hollow in the middle. It's concave. It's the essence of concave. It actually looks like an egg, a cave up. But if you add the point in the middle, the central sphere in the middle, then you get 13, which is barometer for boy. Just, just, just a coincidence of there. But anyway, nice. the Rebbe speaks about the, uh, the shape, the significance of number seven. He also mentions 12 and 13. Okay, I'll try to keep it brief, even though this is the longest and best one, which I read a while ago, but it was retranslated and elaborated on uh, the Chabad of Sharon to Chabad of Borg to uh, uh, the, uh, the Rebbe Kajim at the Rebbe site. The Rebbe goes into the difference between what's called the fluidity of life, and he really goes into very technical details of the difference between a structure made of solid stone, any structure, uh, and a structure that's fluid, uh, made with uh, you know, a hollow fluid in the middle. And he goes on to say that the, um, a structure that's a solid stone has several things. Depending on the weight of all the pieces, that even if it's hanging up the side, that also the weight. Um, and um, the, uh, the, the larger the, uh, the uh, weight on the bottom, this, the force gets spread out. Um, so if you have a large base, it's very uh, light. If you have a very narrow base, like a cable leg landing on your foot, it, it's very strong because of pressure, force divided by the area. The river gets into that. But, he says, with fluids, it's a totally different thing. He makes it, this is going to be an analogy to Goof and Shama, which he makes very, very well. But with fluids, it's a different thing. When you build a, a, a fluid structure, it doesn't matter, um, you know, how much water there is there in, in, within the structure. What matters is the height of the highest part of the section. So, um, uh, so even given, if you can see this shape here that has a wide base, and a very, very high section, even though it doesn't have a massive amount of water in it, amount of fluid in it, yet, because the, uh, the pressure depends on the highest component, this has a tremendous <coughs> amount of pressure, and the pressure on the base spreads out evenly over the area. So if you have a large area, then you can uh, affect a very, uh, it affects a lot, uh, there's a lot of pressure on the base. It doesn't, it's not that the force gets divided by the area of the base, the force multiplies by the area of the base. The larger the footprint, the more it can affect. And so the analogy is a change, a change in the world, that every human being is like this vessel. And um, uh, in terms of height, we're all equal because we all are connected to the fluid, uh, which is the fluid of life, and Hashem is connected up on high. So the point is, how can you affect that much in this world, the Rebbe says. 
So you should know that in order to affect things in this world, you have to have the in-between layers filled. You have to be, you know, it doesn't, some people are wider, more intellectual, uh, you know, some people are emotional, different uh, strengths, different levels. All that matters is that you're filled to your capacity <coughs> at those levels. And then the benefit of the height being from on high gets transmitted down to the, the lowest level and you can affect in actions in this world just like any other person can affect any action in this world. So it's, um, I, if people want to see it, it's like uh, eight or nine pages, but it's, it's, it's a very intricate and detailed um, uh, piece of work by a uh, uh, spiritually gifted engineer, among other things. Mm-hmm. So um, I, this resonated with me, and I, uh, when I first came across uh, this, uh, these things from the Rebbe, it really uh, made uh, especially a lot of sense to me, and particularly one uh, essay that is, uh, people learn today, which is on the essence of Hasidus. What is Hasidus? Now, people don't really, you know, if you haven't learned about that, it is, you might not have an idea what it is. But the Rebbe says uh, what it is, is that it's an added dimension. And in an engineering mind, and to math mind, it's not just a word like the, oh, it's an added aspect, it's an added thing. No. An added dimension means something very specific. It means it's a dimension that's orthogonal to all the other dimensions. So in the field of learning, if you have a lot, you know, if you add another dimension, you want to take the volume of it, you have to multiply by that dimension too. So if it's an added dimension and someone is not learning this dimension, the amount of knowledge they have in this dimension is very, very small. When you take the whole volume, it's going to be like very, very little. And in, ter- and in the limit, no amount of learning in a flat level of everything else with the exclusion of Hasidus is, with the exclusion of dimension, is going to is going to is going to have an integral and add up to a significant volume. Nothing can compare. Which is larger, a ten foot flat painting on the floor or a one foot diameter solid basketball? The solid, even though it's one foot diameter, if it has an added dimension, it's uh, it has an added aspect that just can't be compared. One passing note on that, and that is when they say that the Arizal could learn in one moment what people learn in seventy. Uh, it takes a man seventy years. That gets explained by Hasidus too, by it being an added dimension. Because if you're going to learn all the streets, for example, you had to learn all the streets of, uh, of uh, Massachusetts uh, by driving around, walking around, everything else, it would take you 70 years. But if you had one glimpse from a higher dimension, not anywhere on the flat that you have to travel in, in that world, but off that world, lift up, in other words, looking down from above, which is a map, one glimpse on a map can be the equivalent of 70 years worth of, uh, of, of learning in this world on, on, on the flat, lower level dimension. So that is the actual interpretation of what I believe the Rebbe means when he says, Hasidus is this added dimension. Chaim, 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 Shikorach, Mr. Bogart, for these uh, warm, I'm not sure that everybody was able to follow fully. But we, uh, we're still working on that other dimension, uh, but uh, very much appreciate it and the analysis. And also, it's something which is, um, which is very special about the Rebbe and about the Alter Rebbe, about all the Rebbeim is that they had more than one aspect that people were able to connect to. And everybody found something in their own neshama in their own world that they could mostly appreciate because there were so many different things. Somebody gets impressed or is inspired by their engineering and the 
the geometry and the other things that they were able to master and appreciation for that because that's in their world. And on the other, you have great Talmud Chachamim who are very well versed in the Talmud, are impressed about the Rebbe's unbelievable knowledge in all parts of the Torah. You have the Kabbalists who are impressed with uh, the Rebbe's knowledge of the Kabbalah. You have the doctors, the uh, politicians in every area. People who are there have only one area of expertise, but they found that the Rebbe personifies the wholesomeness in all areas. And whatever area you look, that's what, he, what that the Rebbe combines. But I guess the most important to us is, is not so much the Rebbe's greatness as he's on himself, but that the Rebbe's impact, that the Rebbe took his uh, you know, abilities and his talents and he changed, he did something with that, he changed the whole world around and motivated and put things into motion so that their people can actually benefit and, and enjoy that. And, you know, one more thing, you know, when you study a lot of that stuff, you know, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, some of the Rebbe's ideas, uh, if you study about uh, Torah and everything else, you see, you know, sometimes you think, you know, if I really worked hard enough, you know, maybe I can reach to some sort of level. It's like saying, um, you know, if I really worked hard enough, I'll, I'll know how to fly. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can work very hard, but you're still not going to know how to fly. <laughs> it's, it's just not in the human capacity. I mean, uh, the Rebbe's uh, holiness and the Alter Rebbe's and all the Rebbeims, their level, it's not within our, I mean, they were lived in this world, they were born as human beings, but they lived on a totally different level, different plane. So we have to realize that, that we are privileged to be able to be connected to such holy, great people and that we are considered to be their Hasidim because that's what they have. And we should try to do our utmost to live up to what the Alter Rebbe and the Rebbe demanded. And one of the things that they demanded very strongly was Ahavas Yisrael. Was to care about each other, to really not to keep grudges, not to make machlokis, not to forgive, to forget, to forego, to be humble yourself, to to just basically this is Torah requirements. But you know sometimes people forget. But they demanded and always reminded us. And even at the times we know that the Hasidim suffered greatly from the opponents who, for no reason, they. They caused them a lot of a lot of tzaris and a lot of hardship. And yet Alter Rebbe warned them and constantly encouraged them to tolerate it to the extreme, not to give back and not to answer, but to utilize all of our koichas, our energies in the positive. Okay, so I'd like to go around the table. I mean, let's everybody have a chance to say a few words. I'm gonna ask Alex next in line to say a few words what the Alter Rebbe, what Chassidus means to you and how it affects you, and then we'll go around the table and everybody have a chance to say something about for none of you to Kislev. We covered. I am certainly not qualified to speak about the Alter Rebbe because I don't know enough about him. However, I can speak about the impact of Hasidut on, uh, on uh, my learning and my Frumkai. And that is, first of all, I came to, I came to Frumkai through Chabad. I became, so to speak, a Chabadnik from the very start. Uh, it was the the warmth and the Havas Israel, as Rabbi Lalasov just mentioned, that first drew me in. I had my first quote-unquote Shabbat 
experience with a Chabad family, a Russian Chabad family in Los Angeles. Um, I became uh, 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 a member of the Chabad at UCLA where I was an undergraduate student and continued from there. And Chabad has always been, from start to today, a very, very important part of my life. In fact, the tefillin that I use are Chabad tefillin. The, 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 the way I wrap tefillin And they allow you to Chabad. be a vice president at Chaim with yeah. the Chabad tefillin. I'm an, I'm an infiltrator. <laughs> I'm an infiltrator. So I, I can't say, I can't say, what? again, I can't say much about the, the Al-Qadadr. What I can't yeah, about, yeah. what I will say is uh, yeah. a, a little bit off subject and, and a rather extraordinary thing that yeah. happened today. Uh, this shows the, the how much work we as Jews have to disseminate Torah and to make sure that our fellow Jews know what's going on in terms of what the responsibility is in the world. I drop off my truck this morning to get fixed. And at the counter is uh, standing this shiksa. Okay, American shiksa, blonde hair, and all this stuff. She sees my kippah and she starts telling me about that she was married to a Jewish man, but of course her two children, like a Jewish man, are not Jewish because she's a shiksa. How many Jews will acknowledge that? Reform and conservative, or, or something like that. This is a shiksa saying, Pasketing according to Havacha that her children are not Jewish because she's not Jewish. Then she says she when she bought a condominium there was a there was a, a, a mezuzah on the door and now they've had some remodeling and the door the entire doorway had to come down and she was very very nervous about what to do with the mezuzah because even though she's not Jewish she says I don't want any curses coming upon me. Okay, fine. So she takes down the mezuzah. She consults with her priest, preacher, whatever it is, and he tells her to look in the certain parts of the Chumash. Okay, she looks in the Chumash, and she says, uh, okay, it has something to do, with, to do with Pesach and all this other business. How many Jews that are not informed of Torah Yiddishkeit would bother to even inform themselves of the significance of what a mezuzah is? Where are we as Frumidim, you know, trying to bring Torah into this world, if there are Jews out there that don't know anything, don't even have the inclination to find out what it is. They know nothing, nothing, zero. This is the shiksa we're talking about. So finally, finally she says, uh, so, so finally we have this conversation, we're talking about the significance of the business. Again, it blew me away. Oh, so I asked, so since you know these things, uh, your husband must have been religious. He said, no, he was a drive-by Jew. Whatever that means. You know, I guess nothing. But here is a shiksa. A shiksa. Paskening and talking about Torah where Jews don't even know. This is, this is a very sad state of affairs. So as a, as a, as a, as a Torah, as a Torah dick, Jew, following very closely the tenets of Chabad, of Ahavas Israel, of bringing life to places where there is no life, of doing a mitzvah in a place that has never seen a mitzvah or known a mitzvah, that um, I think it's, it's incumbent upon us to ensure that we, we are a Kiddush Hashem to the people around us, that we lead by example, that they see that this is the right way to do it.
our sure. example and of our not keeping quiet when we shouldn't keep quiet. It's always a pleasure, special pleasure to have Dr. Zizmor join us. Uh, one of the things is I envy Dr. Zizmor because, you know, we both have a little bit of a competition. Uh, who can study more Torah? <laughs> the only difference is he's busy being a dentist, though. <laughs> and yet he utilizes so much time to sit and study Torah. I learn a lot from Dr. Zizmer because he has a true Ahavasa Torah and a, and a desire to know Torah. I'm just trying to get him to start to explore a little bit of Hasidus also. So I, he doesn't know through the back door I'm going to try to sort of... Uh, Get him in to start a shir in Tanya and the Hasidus, and it'll open up a whole new world for you. Dr. Zizmer, say a few words in honor of you to Skizler. L'chaim, L'chaim. I thought it was very it was very important to come here because of the concept of Avras Yisrael. Because when when the day is done, we're all Jews, and why not sit around and uh, share the camaraderie and the friendship and the Torah? And tomorrow, I won't even say Tafnum. L'chaim, l'chaim. Shikoach, Dr. Zizmer. Shikoach. Okay. The Mendelssohn Wolf, Rabbi Chazanovich, please. Say a good lachaim. There's a lot, big variety over here. We'll take a. We have in the in the. the go bring bring from the freezer from the freezer. I never know how to go, nobody responds. I don't know how much what to expect. Ay-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-ya-
There's one thing, we gotta give everybody a turn, so move like a gun, but there's one thing to sit by for bringing and to talk about learning Hasidus and about studying, and there's another thing to actually go and do it. So, Baruch Hashem, we're fortunate we live in a community where there's a lot of people who sit and spend a lot of time to talk and study and to learn and try to refine themselves. Chaim Reb Zev. A little louder so we can hear. Stand up, maybe, please.
said one of the things that the monotony is to mention, which struck me as an incredible statement, a very powerful statement, was that of all the of all the students, of all the Talmudian um, of the uh, Magid and the Chavaya Kadisha, the Alter Rebbe worked the hardest and put in the most effort and was mostly networked for, for the teachings of the of the Yudrev, of the, of the Magid and the Bosham. And therefore it, it sort of um, incumbent upon us who were sitting here but uh, today we're celebrating the, the redemption, the, the, the victory of the Alter Rebbe and his hard work for, for um, bringing down the teachings of his own and explaining the, and elaborating the teachings of the Chantabuni and the Magic. And to the level that, that, that even um, simple people like us who are um, uh, with, with the understanding of the uh, Jonathan, you want to say a few words about what Chabad and the Rebbe changed your life? Say Lachaim first of all. You're already 21, right? I think you say he's already 21 or not? No. What? How much is he short? He's 20. No, he's almost 21. Well, he's got a few months to go. Two months to go? Four months. Four or five months. Ah, it's only first year. Ah, one zero. Shh. I'm not very big about talking about myself in public. He is in private, though. What? He is in private. Don't tell no secrets. Shh. Louder, we can't hear you. I grew up, I went to Hobart Sharon here. 
And then I went to Kabata Boston for two years. So most of my elementary school was in Kabata school. And we learned Tanya, I mean, not on a high level, it was in elementary school. But they taught me that no matter where you are, you can always, you can always A, you can always strive to be better, and but B, it's always, you're, you're, you're special. And wherever you are, and however what you're doing, you're always a special person. You're, you're chosen by Hashem to be a Jewish person, and that, that means you're in Hashem is special and that you have to strive for perfection, but it's tough, and it's a long road there. And so, even though we face many bumps, we just have to keep on getting up and striving for that perfection. Look at that. You can't, yeah, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. I was so, I was, uh, I was so uh, pleased uh, to see how Yonatan was here during some Torah and the Yom Yom Tovim and Sukkis and everything else, you know, Baruch Hashem. Continued success in all of your endeavors. The uh, Chazanovich boys, Abraham, you want to like to say something? Ami, you said already or you want to say something? Ami, say, go ahead, say something. The one thing I learned in my life, and very important for the kids, I'm not talking about the adults, but the kids... A little louder so we can hear. The kids, they have to know, when you learn, as much of what you learn, you have to pay attention to each thing to make sure you know what you learn. Don't just learn the same as any job. When engineering or bizarre or anything you do, you do it the best as you can. Even you sweep in the floor. I was, I was a counselor in Jerusalem working with high school kids. I told them this was the smartest kids in Israel, children of uh, lawyers and members of the Knesset and writers and whole things, Nifdal, Shayagnon, you know, and others. And I told them, even sweeping the floor, you have to do it good. Any language, mostly when you're young, any language, anything you learn, any musical thing, any instrument, you can learn how do it. Don't wait, because in the future, you're going to use it. Chaim Lechaim. Yashir Koyach. Chaim Lechaim. Shikoach. Now, one of the things that we know that the Rebbe always emphasized is Hamaisahu Ha'ikir. That to bring things out into action. I mean, one of the differences between what took place before the Alter Rebbe, even though there were people that studied the Kabbalah, they studied the Hasidus with the Baal Shem Tov, but they didn't bring it into a whole way of life as the Alter Rebbe brought it into Hasidim to study and to learn and to behave like Hasidim. 
you know, with the nusach of tefillah and everything else. And the Rebbe used to use the Russian expression of taporu taplachu. That means that it should actually be done. Something should come out, not just in talk. So one of those taporu taplachu people is with us. Aaron says he doesn't like to waste his time. He says we're going to be learning a little bit. We're going to be doing some of the Alter Rebbe's learning. And Baruch Hashem, you know, he keeps me on my toes. He comes in every morning after a yeah, full day working at night and you know that Aaron works very very hard, physical labor, works very hard, but he makes sure uh, 6.30 on the button he's uh, at the door and we learn together we learn Torah, the weekly Torah uh, together every morning and you know you'd be surprised the things that you learn and that, that the Rebbe addresses you know, uh, it's just fascinating, uh, I'd like to ask Aaron to say a few words the real reason I have to get up so early is, is not to Okay, now uh, we're going to ask Stuart Shlova Ben Yitzchak Alevi, who uh, comes in like maybe once in three weeks on Shabbos morning to learn some chassidus with me. But Stuart, uh, but yet, no, yeah, but Stuart is always from the day one. And I think that Yochanan is the one that uh, is here, and maybe Ami and Stuart, and uh, go back, and uh, I'm not sure about the Red Look, go back for many, many, many years. But Stuart definitely was here from the very beginning. And although, you know, he goes to a rather regular shul on a regular basis, but yet his heart and his, uh, and his real concern has always been for our family, for Chabad, for the work that we're doing here. He's always, always stayed connected. He always makes sure that at least every couple of weeks to come Shabbos, Davin here, to show that he is connected still with Chabad Asher. And I very, very much appreciate your friendship and all the things that you've done. I'd like to say a few words about, uh, about the Alter Rebbe, about Yutas Kislev. Stuart. Yeah. Well, now it's easier, you can repeat it. Chaim. 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 Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say something about Stuart because it, if he doesn't say, I say something. You know, Stuart come visit me in the Shibot. <laughs> and I was really you know, speaking to plant trees, so I planted. He gave me money. I said, well, I'm going to do $150. That's lots of money this year. I spent about $1,000, but that's helped me. So I went, I bought lots of trees, 
and I plant them, those that bring fruit, my grandchildren enjoy now those fruits. And I wish you to enjoy the fruit of your grandchildren. Amen. 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 It's too good. Amen. God sees protest. So I remember I didn't I wasn't really like that Jewish then that I remember I don't know why I got on the bus we went to New York so when I'm getting on the bus the person says oh I'm Yisrael Chai so I thought he was just saying to me that you know I am his name was Yisrael Chai <laughs> I'm Yisrael oh, I right. love it so I didn't say anything you know I'm just fine I'm Stuart Radonsky you know. <laughs> L'chaim. And later on, L'chaim, I learned that, you know, Israel must live. L'chaim. L'chaim, L'chaim. Okay, I'd like to ask Mark. I, I noticed also that Mark has increased dramatically his studies in all aspects, in Nigla and Hasidus, sitting and studying, joining the learning groups over here. So, Mark, say a few words in honor of Yitzhak Kislev. Maybe stand up so we can hear you. Shh. You know, first of all, I, I never like to say anything, but you know, one of the things about Rabbi Walsh, if he asks you to do something, you know, do the young, young. I, my answer always is no. He ignores me. So I end up doing it. It's, it's the funniest thing. Even my wife can't make me do. You know, I say no, and I, and I win with her. Rabbi Walsh, I never win. It's an issue. Anyway, um, I said yes. I wasn't going to say anything, but something occurred to me. Yesterday I had a meeting with. Um, the, uh, the mission director, the head of financial, the 770 Shiva, he's been there 35 years. And he's a little bit worn down from the system, and you know, a little negative going on, and, and how you pronounce it for your son, where to send Eliezer, what, what to do with Yossi, etc. The whole thing, you know, it says well, it says you should spend 20 minutes a day on uh, talking about education, the future of your children. And, it, for it to only be 20 minutes a day, it would be amazing. hours. When we're sitting there talking in 10 minutes, half, uh, 50 minutes, a half hour, I told my one to five minutes of time. He turned into an hour a Very nice man. You know, he has solutions. You know, there are all kinds of ways to get credits to do this stuff. And then we walk outside. There's a, um, a wedding going on. 77. This is 760. He's in He's next door. There's a wedding going on. As I said, he's got frustration. Of the whole thing, he's been in the system a long time. He's seen a lot of the, of the issues. He says, "Oh, you know, we're we're a mess right now. This one wants to be a leader. This one doesn't want to be a leader." But then he says, "But and he looks at me and he says, the one thing we have is live truth." And I finally figured out that's what I want about Chabad. It's just Emes. What can you, how can you argue? That's all we have. It's an amazing thing to have. Everything else is, is will come come with it. So Chaim, 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 Shikoach, Chaim, Chaim, Shikoach. Yochanan Ellis, you're up. Ay, 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 ay,
So I, I am so fortunate to have a, a connection with Chabad. Uh, my, the first people who really stood up and it stood up powerfully that, that Torah's MS were Chabad Shluchim in Kansas City. Um, and lots in between. Um, and uh, I uh, went to um, New Square and gave a uh, gave a a, a there a, a, a hitchhike right out and uh, I said tell me something about your Rebbe and he said a Rebbe teaches us that when somebody is is happy you're happy with them and when somebody is sad you're sad with them and that's the MS of what I see here going on with Rabbi Valsoff, and he obviously learned it from his Rebbe. And it's, it's that the MS is that you're with the person, and that being with the person is the highest thing. And no matter whatever you learn, if you're not with the person, you're not a chassid. And so l'chaim, l'chaim to really, really like being the deepest, truest. That that's that's all chassidus is just being there. L'chaim, 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 shirkoach. Ron, please say a few words. L'chaim, l'chaim. Shh. Well, to me, I think uh, the person that said it best recently was Rabbi Sachs at the Shulchan convention. We talked about the machlokus uh, between Rav and Shmuel and the Gemara of whether you can take a Hanukkah candle to light another Hanukkah candle or not. And so one says, no, you can't, because why? Because when you take the lit candle and, and go to light the other one, some wax or oil drips from that and diminishes the mitzvah of the lit candle. And the other one says, yes, you can. Why? Because you can take, by lighting, even though you diminish the mitzvah of the lit candle, you're lighting a whole other candle. So you're increasing the mitzvah a lot by lighting a whole other candle. And the Rabbi Sachs went on to say, that's what Chabad and has be, is to light other candles and it actually that's one of the few times we hold I think it's by Shmuel three times in the Gomorrah that we hold by Shmuel and not Rob is you can't you can take the candle to light the other candle Shekoach, Shekoach, L'chaim, L'chaim okay we're gonna go finish up with those few people who haven't had a turn would you like to say something? Mm, not yet not yet David, say L'chaim and say something say L'chaim and say a few words Okay, no. What we're going to do is, um, after everybody has a turn here, we're going to uh, bench, we're going to Davin Mayrev, we have a beautiful video, and we have a Fabrengen all night. So you can choose 
whatever. And not to forget, Shachris begins tomorrow morning at 7.15. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Zizmer, for coming. Okay, let's, uh, let's just hear uh, Rabbi David, and then we'll see who else wants to say a few words, and then we're going to uh, bench and Davin Marav. The whole tooth, nothing but the tooth. Rabbi David. First of all, I want to tell a story for about the alternative why he got into Hasidus. There was uh, a little story. Uh, a little louder, if you can, yeah, please. Uh, there was a story I, I, exa- I never remember exactly, so I will tell whatever I remember. There was one person who was louder. One person who was very rich and he was uh, very generous uh, to give work and stuff like that. And he has a house for full people. So if anybody who would come to him and eat and sleep and uh, would uh, blend him until the point is that he wouldn't believe. <coughs> and uh, he has one little problem. Every, ma- every time he does that, he was enjoyed. He came to Alter Rebbe and says, uh, Alter Rebbe, I mean, he came to Rebbe and says, uh, I have such a problem, it's a correction. Uh, Rebbe, Alter Rebbe, uh, he said, that, you know what? At the end, they fed, they dressed, they happy. This is what important. So, whatever, who, whoever makes you up in the morning, before that you show up on the computer. Chaim, Chaim, let's go. Good. Okay. I'm just answering to you. Okay, good. And uh, I will tell you another thing that if you're looking at our rabbis, that all their jobs, if you put in the simple words, it's just basically, here's amazing, because all British guy, all Yidin was fell apart, was become lost, lost children, majority of them. And all the jobs, especially our river, what he do, they do it here as amazing. So to say Lechaim, I would say, let's be as farewell to Elam Abba. Amen, Lechaim, Lechaim. Oh, for that's for that's for Oh, <laughs> 
Okay, I'd like to, uh, we have a little video clip from the Rebbe singing at a Fabrengen, the four, the Nigging of the Alta Rebbe, the Dalit Bavis, and we can join in with that song. Uh, where is uh, Zami? Zami, put on, uh, the, we'll play that clip from the Dalit Bavis. So Chabad Info has a little, from the Rebbe's Fabrengen, Tov Shemem Dalit. Okay, and then we'll bench, we'll have a Mairev, and then we'll continue the Fabrengen. That's a short clip. You know where it is? What's the problem? What? It's taking so long? How long is it? Okay, use my, uh, can you use my iPhone? Can you connect my iPhone? Oh, hello? Hold on one second. Hey, Noim. Noim Mushki is on the phone. Okay, I want to take this opportunity. We know that if Fabrengen is also a time to ask for a bracha for those who need a special healing. So I'd like to mention a few people uh, that I have a special request for bracha. First of all, I'd like... Is that done over there? Is that done? So, huh? Oh, it doesn't have a... Okay, so we'll just sing the song by ourselves. Without it. Okay. So we'll do that soon. I will ask the... Uh, Arafur Shlema, um, I need that phone. Give me that phone for a minute. I have some names over there. I want to. I want to. I want to mention. First of all, Muhammad Elka, Bas Chayamushka. I want to mention. Give me the phone, please. Uh, I want to mention Sarada Bas Bela. I want to mention. Golda Golda Bazalman and all those that need a Rafur Shlema. Who else? Anybody want to mention a Rafur Shlema for somebody? Miriam Esther Bas Bas Malka. Yeah. Cyril Basrivka. Sima Baschana. Sofa Basfania. Sofa Jakob Ben Sara. Alexander Ben Sima. Alexander Ben Sima. Jonathan Ben Sima. Jonathan Ben Sima. Sara Basmalka. 
Zbaka Dvorah. I'm Arya Label Ben. Arya Moshe Ben Malcolm. Arya Moshe Ben. Ben Malcolm Brocha. Liyahu Ben. Ben Rachel. Chana Bas Chayka. Okay, so we're going to do now the Alter Rebbe song. We know that the Alter Rebbe song is not is not usually sung only at special occasions. So we'll join now by the This is the Rebbe's Fabrengian, Ayutas Kislev Fabrengian, and Tavshim Memdalad in which they sang the song and we'll join them in the song and then we'll bench. Yeah. And then we'll done. Guys, we gotta make sure we have a minion here. We have a chiyuf, so. Is it playing? What's the story? No, I didn't want that. I want the... No, one second. I told you not... Uh, oh, Do we have the Alter Rebbe song there? Does this have internet connection or not? I wanted to... I just wanted to get the Alter Rebbe's thing from the Fabrengen. You don't have any of this? You don't want to do that? It's a nigga. Where is it? It says in the, in the, in the, where you want it, where you want, what you want. But now I get back to the front page. The front page. Okay, stop. We'll just sing it and then we'll, we'll bench it and then we'll go. Ah, 
yada yada ada yada oh yada tere ya yada ilada oh ilade ya yada ma yada ah ay yada aya ya ya ay yada ay yada ay yada ay yada ya Please bring some sedurim.
So my machrein Thank you. They press it around, threw it down. So my machrein over there. Rabbi Saimir Velen Benchen. Yehi Shem Adonai Mevorach Meyato Veyadolom. Vishus Maron of Rabbon of Rabbi Sai. Nevarech Eloheinu Shachamu Mishaloi. Baruch Eloheinu Shachamu Mishaloi. Uvtuvay Chayinu. Baruch Atah Adinoi Eloheinu Melech Oilam Hazon Esolam Kuloi Bituvoi Chaim Bechesed Uvrachamim Unoi Sein Lechem Lechol Basar Ki Liyolam Chazdor Uvtuvoi Hagodor Imanu Tamid Lachosar Lanu Vial Yechsar Lanu Mazoi Boed Babur Shemoi Hagodor Kiwel Zon Umfar Nizlakol Umetiv Lakol Umechin Mazo Chobri Yosav Asher Amen. <laughs> Thank you.
Put these two standards over there, make up a hit of the women. Over there, what am I? Okay, women, stay behind the machitza. We don't get down my now. Stay behind the machitza. We'll show the video after Dominic. Yochanan. Beautiful. Thank you.